Uh, you can see Dan Orlovsky uh, oftentimes on Get Up all, all over ESPN. He joins us here on Jones and Mega with Arcan on WEEI on the Harbor One Hotline. Dan, how are we doing this week? I'm doing very good. How are you all you guys doing? We're doing well. We're doing better than the, the football team, that's for sure, after the uh, shellacking they took on Sunday against Dallas. Uh, you've come on, Dan, uh, week after week, and I, I don't disagree with you. You know, the, the, the skill positions around Mac Jones, the talent level around Mac Jones, not good. I'm sure they could add to the offensive line in front of him and, and give him more help. I, I agree with all of that. They could. If we're evaluating Mac Jones's play as best we can and isolating his play, it seems like it's gotten worse and worse by the week, from the Eagles game to the Dolphins game to the Jets and now Sunday against Dallas. How are you evaluating sure. Mac, isolating him as best you can? Yeah, that's always the most difficult thing to do is isolate the quarterback and kind of put him in the vacuum. I think, you know, the, the disappointing thing is, you know, against Dallas in that first two and a half quarters, there was some things that Mac did that were really good. He actually made some really good and impressive throws. That gets overshadowed by three or four plays that are in many ways inexcusable. Um, you know, obviously the, the throw across the field interception, you are, you, he's played too much football in the NFL, obviously got away with it once. Um, the fumble, I always get like torn with those because until you're actually in that world, you don't know how freaking hard it is to like not fumble in that moment, but you sit here and go, gosh, you've got to find a way to, you've got to know that that guy's chasing you down and making sure that we don't fumble the football. Um, but there were some good, really good tight window man coverage throws. I think the most like disappointing or concerning or alarming thing is, and I talked about this with Monday morning with Mac was, just his feet right now are so um, unstructured, so undisciplined, so sloppy, and he's not a physically talented enough player to get away with that. And it's starting to get – that's the thing that is starting to get worse and worse and worse. And um, they've got to get that nipped in the bud and fixed really quick. So, Dan, I was about to ask you about that because there were some bad throws that you could see easily were off of his back foot, and it just looked like his mm -hmm. throwing mechanics were not the guy that we're used to seeing. And yeah. where, did, where from your expert eye, what is the root cause of that? You say the feet are bad, but is that yep. – it's can you see just from watching the tape that there's anything that might be leading him to have that breakdown in mechanics? Oh, yeah, that's, that's always going back to a lack of trust in the protection, a lack of pockets, you know, being being so untrusting of those guys in front to, to keep you clean that your feet start to move in anticipation that you're going to have to either scramble or create movement in the pocket, and that's why they're, they're kind of frantic and all over the place. Um, you know, I saw a little bit of that with Josh Allen week one against – the Jets, and it's just going back to, like, he's not trusting the pocket. He's not trusting the protection. Are there plays where you sit there and go, yeah, I wouldn't either? Of course. That's always one of the hard things of playing quarterback is it is a very easy to say, hard thing to do. You've got to trust your pocket. Uh, but to do it 
when the consistent moments present themselves that you shouldn't, it's hard. Um, that's not making an excuse for Mac, but when your feet and he's fading away, it's almost like if you guys could imagine, you know, going to, I guess a carnival or something, and they've got that hanging almost like that boxing, uh, ball or whatever usually for like the quick hands and you kind of hit it as hard as you can to see what your power level can get to. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You never, you know, like you never see somebody hit that while they're falling backwards. You always see these people wind up big time and like lunge forward and, you know, kind of take all of their momentum to try to hit it as hard as you can. That's kind of the difference of what's happening with Mac is when he goes to punch that he's falling back and his feet, aren't underneath them. He's not, there's no power. And you know, everyone says with arm strength, well, it certainly affects his arm strength. Like his arm strength is not elite anyway. So it's hurting the arm strength, but even more so it's hurting the location of the football with the accuracy and the ball placement as well. From what you see, is that foot, are the foot wrong, feet wrong because he's trying not to get hit or because he's trying to make something happen on a play? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Both. You know, both it's, it's, you know, some plays it's, you know, he's trying to avoid maybe a guy that's running or glancing across his face and, or he's seeing a guy that's probably not going to be there. Or there are moments when he's trying to get out of a pocket because he feels like it's condensing down on him and is not. But there are also plenty of moments when he, that is a real thing. Like he's got to make this throw. He threw it in route, I think, against Miami late in the game to Gesicki and his feet are terrible, and he flips his, flicks his wrist, and it's a great throw because sometimes you can get away with it, right? He's a, he's, a, he's good enough thrower of the ball that you can get away with it. Um, and he snaps the, the throw off against Miami, and there's a guy right in his lap, you know? And so it was kind of necessary. But in the moments where it's not necessary and you're doing it, that's the biggest problem. And so it's a little bit of, you know, trying to avoid getting hit, and it's a little bit of – know seeing things that aren't actually there dan i uh was wondering what you thought if let's just say mac jones hypothetically you wave a magic wand and all of a sudden all that stuff's corrected his mechanics are better and he's you know more confident and all that stuff what's the ceiling for him with this offense this offensive line these pass catchers how how high can they get um you know still an average offense i guess maybe you could have moments of above average if you know like you're really good on third downs and a guy does make a play or two down the field and you're super efficient and the ball's coming out quickly and you're not playing one of those elite defenses, you could have moments of above average. I guess they're kind of what I expected them to be going into the season. You know, I I think I've stated I wasn't nearly as concerned as I was last year, but no, no big playmakers down the field. Him and Juju still don't have the connection that you hoped that they would get to. So without like an elite downfield, not even elite, but without a guy that can go makes plays down the field on the ball and very little play action to try to create some chunks. It's, it's an offense that I guess is relatively average. And for the, you know, the most part, I think you'll have moments that are a little bit above and moments that are below. We're talking to Dan Orlovsky here on WEEI. Uh, you can check him out at ESPN. Uh, he joins us weekly here at three 30 on Wednesdays. Uh, Dan, it's been talked about locally and I, I, I agree with it that it looks like Mac checked out or quit in that Dallas game. Like, he wasn't benched after a turnover. He wasn't benched at halftime of that game. He was benched after a three-and-out where he was kind of going through the motions and, and airmailed Devontae Parker 
on third down. Did it look to you, in your professional opinion, like a quarterback who had checked out, mailed it in, quit, however you want to phrase it, because it does to the layman? It, no, not to me. It looked like a guy that was crazy frustrated. It looked that, that like the, a guy that kind of was fed up for sure, but checked out and quit. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to say that. No, I, I don't think I would say that about anybody um, unless it was glaringly obvious. Like I said that about Chase Claypool week one for Chicago, but it more so looked like a guy that was just very much so frustrated and in, his, in, in his own performance and the team. Dan, why aren't they utilizing play action more? Mm, uh, I could answer that question. Um, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't know. I thought Bill would do it more. He certainly, you know, saw Mac do a, a high amount of it at Alabama, and Mac operated it really well. Um, you know, I think the really good teams offensively in the NFL right now are leaning into that and certainly doing the quarterback under center and more and, now, I think like the perfect example is how it's helped Buffalo, not only because it's allowed Josh and Steph to be at their best, but it's also helped protect the weak part of their offense was the offensive line and pass protection. And I think it would be good for New England's offensive line to have that benefit. So I don't really know. Like, I, I can't answer that question. Um, I thought they would do it a lot more, and they're not. Um, they obviously did very little of it last year. That's one of the things that is probably the head scratcher for me with, with Bill there is how come they're not doing so much more of it? I don't know that answer. All right, Dan, I want you to be really honest with me here, okay? When you picked yes, those when you picked those, those pants to wear on Monday Night Football, yes, did you realize or did you know that you would look like you were nude from the waist down? Is that something <laughs> that, you, that you premeditated or was that just a coincidence? Yeah. I have not picked out an on-camera outfit for myself since 2018 when I started in this world. So, um, you know, like it obviously happens. I don't look at my phone during games because I'm trying to stay focused on the game and whatnot. And um, my wife ended up like sending me all these things that were going viral and whatnot. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about it. And me, I'm like. I don't give a fudge tip. Like, you know, like I, I, I couldn't care less. So um, the ironic thing is I've worn those pants 50 times before. Um, I guess people haven't seen me like sitting down, staring at the camera wearing them, I guess. But um, yeah, it became one of those things that uh, got a lot of attention very quickly. But thankfully not, not actually naked. Well, we're all doing the show pantsless right now in solidarity with you, just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, but that was your guy's choice. So you don't right. have an out. No, that uh, that is true. No, I've never I've never felt closer to Dan Orlovsky than just uh, when I when people vilify me for something I've worn on TV. I just throw my wife right under the bus. So I, uh, I I'm totally yeah. with you, Dan. I uh, I appreciate that. I'm on board with it, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. It's always their fault. Yeah, exactly. I uh, completely. I totally agree. Uh, thank you, Dan. Later. All right, Dan Orlovsky, as all our guests, joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. We're planning on getting to Bill Belichick with him, uh, but I think some of the Mac stuff is is interesting, along with the pants, uh, or lack thereof. Had to ask you about the pants. But I've, uh, yeah, that's what I did uh, when we did a photo day here at uh, WEI. I just, uh, you know, Kat comes home and she's like, well, why'd you wear this outfit? I'm like, what do you mean? You, this, you bought all this stuff. She individually reached out to me to tell yeah. me that she didn't pick out the outfit for you yeah but she bought it so in some ways she, she picked it out she texted me she and bought said, the jacket she, she bought the shirt she bought the pants like or you know picked them out like she so, texted so no she me did when the pick photos them out. came out and said jones looks disgusting <laughs>
I think it's funny she calls you Jones too. No, she uh, she definitely does. I uh, when it comes to Orlo, I I feel a bond with Orlovsky. I I never knew I had. Now it's like right when people complain about how I look, uh, not you know the face or anything like that. Well, but and you guys I, don't wash your hair, right? But what I yeah, that's true. But what I wear, throw the wife right under the bus. Easy one. Uh, I'm with them on that. Uh, you can check out Dan Orlovsky every week on the Odyssey app here on WEEI. We'll get to our triple play at triple forty five next.